Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host Sarah. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Heather. And we are all just back from our different Disney trips. Charlotte and I were in Walt Disney World and Heather went to Disneyland. We're going to be talking about the top three things that we each learned on this most recent trip. So this isn't going to be like we're not going to go over every detail of our trip. It's not a trip recap. Um, If you want to know what we did on our trips, we did lots of live videos and recorded videos and things in the Disney Park Pinchos Facebook group. So join there. You can follow along and see what we did. We did all kinds of fun stuff. Um, But we are going to talk about just sort of our top three takeaways from our most recent trips. So going to get to all of that in just a minute. Um, But first, I'm, I'd rather be there right now. Let's just be clear. (laughs) How about you guys? Are you happy to be home? Sad to be home? I'm happy to be home. It was a, a crazy long whirlwind of a weekend. So it's nice to be home and just kind of be back in my routine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm happy to be home because I leave again. <laughs> it's very soon. Yeah. So. You're only happy to be home because you're going on a cruise in a few days. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We're not going to count you. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's talk about some of the news that happened while we were away. Charlotte and I <laughs> were <laughs> sort of at the epicenter of a, um, a couple of sort of breaking news stories. Disney chaos. World. Yes. Um, so let's talk about the Jungle Cruise. so no we were not on that on the boat um in case you did not hear a jungle cruise boat started to sink um well it 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 did sink well it did (laughs) as much as well i say started to because that water is not that deep so it's not going to really go anywhere but it yes it sank i am unclear how um I don't think that was ever released, but we saw lots of photos of people standing on the center crates and they were, they were definitely wet. <laughs> yes. There was lots of video and footage of people's feet in the water and things. So, yeah. um, ew. Yeah. I don't know. My first reaction to it was just to laugh. I couldn't oh, stop laughing. Like, I don't know were, why I found it funny, but I thought it was hysterical. Oh, we were in, st- once we knew everybody was okay, we were howling. Like, yeah. it was just so funny. It struck us so funny. Um, yeah, because it's it's the water's this deep. Like, it's yeah. not, you know. It's not very deep. My favorite yeah. thing I saw, I don't know if you guys saw it because you were there, but on Facebook in one of my groups, somebody had posted, like, you know, when there's like a natural disaster, marked myself safe from the jungle yeah, cruise today. Yeah. I lost it all over again. <laughs> we should have done that. We should have marked ourselves safe. Um, and then four hours later, five hours later, there was a SWAT incident at the beach club. <laughs> So fortunately, that was another thing where nobody was hurt um, and it was really just a false alarm. But, you know, Disney responded and I guess their regular protocols and we could not see it. We were at the boardwalk, which is across the lake, but we could not see anything really from uh, where we were. I couldn't. So we were perfectly content in the club lounge at the boardwalk when it happened. Just fielding text messages and messages from home. So we yeah, we're we're fine and enjoying a nightcap. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) But it's easy to laugh about them now because everybody's fine. Um, But I do think it demonstrates that Disney's very good at handling these types of crises. Nobody was hurt. Nothing serious was happened. Appropriate responses were taken, at least as far as we can tell, you know, and everybody's a okay. So um, 
I had to have to laugh because I did get a text message from my mother. Tell me you weren't on that Jungle Cruise boat that sank. And I said, no, I was on it two hours later. And she was like, you're kidding, right? And I was like, oh, no. It's like literally the next thing we did was go get in line for the Jungle Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah we, so we had a fast pass for the Jungle Cruise and we missed it because we were – again, trying for Rise of the Resistance, and so that kind of messed with it, all of our plans. But they were still honoring the old Fast Passes because they were down. Um, we very well could have been on the boat that sank if we were um, yeah. on time for our Fast Pass, but yeah. uh, but we were late. But, yeah, it was a crazy long line, even for Fast Pass that day. So, yeah. it was, But it, we had, it was yeah. fun. It was We had a great it skipper. It was, and skipper was it fantastic. Was, yeah. And everybody was in a good mood, ready to – I don't know if they were – Wanting to see if it would sink again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which we were hoping for. We yeah. were, were we hoping it was going to sink? Or were, I don't know. Yeah. Unclear. Yeah. Um, all right. So we talked about it last week. And the rumors were true. There is a new dining plan. So this is the Disney Dining Plan Plus, I believe we're calling it. Um, so it lands in between the regular Disney Dining Plan and the Deluxe Dining Plan. We're going to do an entire podcast next week about the different dining plans and how to make the most of them. So stay tuned next week for more in-depth detail on that. <laughs> but just know that it exists and the rumors were true. So, uh, And it's available right away. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if people change. Like if they had originally booked the Disney dining plan, if they're now going to switch to this new plan or not. I haven't. Had any requests for it yet? I but either. Yeah. No. So we'll see. Um, okay. Uh, Finding Dory. Did you guys see this announcement? The Finding Dory fantastic. Oh, yes, the scavenger hunt. I'm all over it. I love. I love a scavenger hunt. I love them. Yeah. So tell us about it. Okay. So we had this the whole podcast a few weeks ago about why you shouldn't skip Epcot with small kids, and here's another reason. The Seas is fantastic enough anyway for children, but they just announced that they're going to have a scavenger hunt throughout the Seas Pavilion um, where you're helping Dory kind of find and remember her her little friends from the movies, which I think is fantastic. So you you and your kids, you, you know, you pick up a little sheet and you go all around the pavilion and they're learning about these fish that, or, you know, the octopus, the starfish, all of that that they see in the movies, which I think it's fantastic. I loved finding Dory. <laughs> Anybody I else? I love Oh, it's very cute. It's very, very cute. Oh, it is. I, I almost That's hesitate it. to say it, but it's almost, I kind of like it a little better than Finding Nemo. <laughs> in some ways I did. Um, in bit. some ways I did. And it's, oh, it's very funny. But the the real life mixed with the um, aquatic life is very good at the, yes. at the center. And it's, yeah. oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's really good. Heather, you should definitely see it. <laughs> yeah. No. Why? Um, I didn't like Finding Nemo. And this is, um, honestly, this is not a joke. I My greatest fear in life is the ocean. Like, it's my number one phobia. I am terrified. And Finding Nemo triggered me so much because it was so realistic that, like, I sat and cried and hid behind my stuffed animal while watching oh, this in my terrible. bedroom. So I will not watch Finding Dory for no reason other than I'm truly afraid. So it's just not for me. Well, for the most part, they're not we, in the ocean. I was about to they're say, can we fast past the ocean parts? Yeah. Can we just show you the aquarium parts? Then what's yeah. the point? Then you miss half the story. So, oh, no, I'm good. I'm out. All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. You're excused, but it's very good. It's <laughs> yeah. very, very good. Yeah. 
Um, all right. So that's Finding Dory. Onward. Onward opens this coming weekend, March 6th. And this made me laugh. So I, this was just, I saw the headline and I was like, that can't be right. There must be missed. There must be like a typo. They must be missing something. There's a photo up for Onward at Disney Springs with one of the main characters, but it's the van. <laughs> I don't know. And her name is Guinevere? Yeah. Well, are, isn't it? I mean, I don't know much about this movie other than like they're, they live in a magical world. They're goblins mm-hmm. or something like that. So maybe the van's alive. I mean, I get that is, sense. Yeah, I get the if sense. If we can buy it in cars, we can buy it in Onward. I don't yeah. Know. And maybe the van is alive, but that is has not been the case that I've seen any previews for it. Like, it does not appear that way. But yeah, maybe, maybe they're just, maybe they're appealing to, like, the hippies of the world. Like, here's yeah. your road trip <laughs> van, and you come and take a picture with it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but. It just made me laugh because none of the two main characters that you, like, wouldn't you think if you were going to do a photo op, I guess maybe they're waiting to see how the movie does before they pull out the big guns. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard the word out here is that this is probably one of the best Pixar movies in a very, very, very long time. Like, it's supposed to be really good. I'm very excited. I'm going to see it on the cruise next week. Um, I'm very excited. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. We'll see. Jerry's out. I don't know. I, it might take me a minute to see this one. We'll have to. Yeah, we'll have, it's going to take me a while to get to it, too. But it, I, yeah. if, the word out here is that it's very, very good. So okay. fingers crossed. All right. We'll see. Uh, and then last but not least, and we can't not talk about this. So we're just going to talk about a little bit coronavirus and how it is impacting Disney parks around the globe. We talked about it a little bit in previous episodes, but um, it is still not affecting operations of the U.S. theme parks. So we want to be completely clear. Or or Disney Cruise Line. Or Disney Cruise Line. Yeah. not um, More hand sanitizer stations have popped up all over both locations. And there's zero, zero hand sanitizer locations at Disneyland. Zero. Really? Okay. Well, apparently apparently they're putting more up as we speak. (laughs) So, and they've started putting them up at the quick service locations at Disney World. Um, some cast members are being affected. If a cast member has been to either China or Italy recently, they are being asked to stay home, self-quarantine type of thing. Um, don't know if that's paid or unpaid for the cast members' sake. I hope it's paid if they're being asked to stay home. Um, especially I keep thinking of like Adventures by Disney <laughs> people. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so... I don't know is the answer to that question. Um, but so those are the only impacts right now that we're seeing here. The Asia parks are still closed and are scheduled to remain closed through March 15th. Disneyland Paris is open. There was some speculation that they may have to close. That has not happened at this time. Um, they are still open. And also, I know some of the Japan hotels are still open. The parks are closed, but the hotels are still operational. So yeah, that's all we know. Yeah, for those of you who are thinking, but what about that case in Florida? Yes, there have been a couple of coronavirus cases in Florida. They are in Tampa as of now. And again, coronavirus, when, you know. Can we take a deep breath on the coronavirus, people? I'm I'm going to be. Just, I'm going to be blunt about it here. And I understand everybody's afraid and, you know, you have to have a level of comfort in your vacation, but it is a glorified cold. I heard on NPR today that a total of eight people have died in this country from coronavirus, which is awful and tragic, but there are tens of thousands of people that have already died from the flu. So just 
yeah. perspective. Perspective is all. Uh, go and be cautious and do what you know you're supposed to do. You should wash your hands and you sneeze into your elbow and everything's fine. There, yeah. There's been coronavirus all over California. I live here and I'm not afraid. I just got back from Disneyland. No, there's nothing, nothing to worry about. Wash your hands. You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Wash your hands. Follow common sense protocols. If you weren't concerned about traveling to Walt Disney World prior to coronavirus, the flu already existed at that time. So if you weren't concerned about the flu, probably don't need to be concerned about coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. But look, if this, of course, none of this applies if you are immunocompromised for any reason, if you have health conditions and otherwise, you know, if you have a doctor that is telling you don't travel right now, then listen to that medical professional. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, but, but not, don't listen to Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> The yeah. doctors. The doctors yeah. know what they're talking doctors, about. Doctors, cdc.gov, just, yeah. You know. we, we believe in facts, not fear around here. So get the facts, make an informed decision, make the decision that is right for you, of course, um, but just do it based on science and not on questionable journalism. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it for news coming up. Uh, we're going to be talking about our top three takeaways from our recent trips to Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Stay tuned. Can you both just sit there? Can't aren't you picturing the music in your head? You both just stare at me every week while I boogie. It makes me because crazy. because I want to count it down so that's the less I have to cut out of the audio. <laughs> well, just tell me how long. How, tell me how long the audio is, and I'll let I'll just pause for that. Three long. seconds. Three seconds. All right. Okay. Perfect. Uh, all right. So Eventually, I'm leaving this in. I'm leaving it in now. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well. I mean, yeah. All right. So, and by the way, if you're not watching us on YouTube, um you should be, <laughs> or at least that's what people tell us. So you can always listen to this podcast on iTunes or, you know, pod, Podbean or you know, whatever it is that you're listening to us on. Um, but we also do record these and put these on the internet for your amusement so that you can see the funny faces and the weird dance moves and hand gestures that I make all day long. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into it. Who wants to start? Let's let Heather start because you and I are, already know what our trips were like, but we didn't hear, we haven't heard anything about Heather's. So let's, let's start <laughs> I, with her. I was exhausted guys. I think I did like 40,000 steps on Saturday. I was just busy running back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Um, so I guess my num- my first takeaway is with the food and wine festival. It was fantastic as always. It was, it was really good. I think I had something from almost every single booth. I think I missed just one. Um, but my biggest takeaway that Disneyland is starting to advertise now, they didn't in the past, but they're kind of starting to make it known, is that to minimize the lines, especially on the weekends, you can order all of your things at once from one booth. So you go and you find the shortest line, you go through your little passport and say, I honestly, I ordered 10 things. And I'm like, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. Paid for it all up front, you get your receipt, and then all you have to do is go whenever you want throughout the day up to each booth, get into the pickup line, and then they'll cross it off on your receipt, hand it back, and you can go. So you don't That's have amazing. to constantly that is a wait in line. Game changer. Right? Epcot, I'm I talking mean, to you. Yeah, hello. Yeah. Um, but 
uh, don't forget this is also a lot smaller of a festival. It lasts a lot less. But then I, what I happened to notice, so I think I waited like 15 minutes in the first line. Keep in mind I was there on the first Saturday. It was open, so it was way busier than it would be if I was there on a Wednesday. Um, but as the days went on, the actual purchasing lines got smaller and the pickup lines got longer. So something okay. to keep in mind. Yeah. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Okay. All right. I will tell you that saved me a good like two and a half hours of waiting in line. It was phenomenal. That is fantastic. Okay. And the Food and Wine Festival in California goes for how long? Um, it started last weekend and I want to say it goes to early April. I don't have okay. the exact date. So it's only like a month long. Okay. Yeah. It, this is not Walt Disney World where we have five month festival. Right. All right. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. All right, Charlotte, why don't you go next? Okay, um, I'm going to probably take your your favorite thing, but probably. The, the thing that was one of my, the highlights of my trip that I had no idea it was there was a presentation about the changes coming to Epcot located in the Odyssey Pavilion. Uh, that was your favorite. You, I took it. No, nope, I actually nope, right? I, nope. I actually left it off my list because I knew right. you were going to yeah. do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we saw a we saw a it's sign. called the Epcot Experience. Yes. So we saw a sign. We just happened to walk by that way, really, because we were trying to avoid the crowds, and you can't really walk through the center of Future World right now. So we saw a sign that said the Epcot Experience, and let's, we said, "Let's go see what this is." And we ended up staying there for like twenty minutes. I would have <laughs> stayed there all day. I know it was fantastic. Probably. So they had a uh, 360 screen, 360 degree screens on the walls. And then they had a uh, 3D model of Epcot with projection mapping on the model based on what they were talking about. So we walked in and they were talking about the new Mary Poppins attraction. And then they talked about um, the new nighttime show that's coming. Then they highlighted um, the other things. Like when they highlighted the Ratatouille ride, they projection mapped all Paris stuff onto this map and they turned Spaceship Earth into a ball of cheese. <laughs> it was so cute. We took some video so pictures. We'll try to get posted. Well, that's been open for a couple too, of months, but... right? Like it opened right before the Festival of the Arts started. I'm, I think I'm it's been, sure. yeah, I think it's been, it's open, been open around the months. beginning of the year. Yeah. 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 Um, it was absolutely fantastic. And we, I mean, we just so sat good. there and watched it and neither of us were, willing to say we were ready to leave and yeah, then we just we kept wandering around yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when we finally saw it cycle through like the whole thing we said okay we could go but yeah, it was yeah. so good it was um it really made me excited about all the things especially the moana water attraction that's coming oh my god completely forgot what's coming she's like i would love to see a moana thing in epcot i was like i'm pretty sure we're getting one yeah <laughs> and there yeah, it was so there it was right there but the projection mapping technology is incredible um yeah. and the fact that they were doing it downward onto this 3d model was fantastic yeah uh it was so good it was uh, yeah i literally would i could have spent the whole day there uh-huh yeah it was fantastic and perfectly fine no yeah uh all right i knew you were going to take that one <laughs> so i left it off my list um yeah. my first one is the skyliner i like the skyliner a lot more than i thought i was going to now I still have a lot of concerns about summer and really windy days and thunderstorms and I still have a lot of concerns about it. But I do find, you know, on a calm, cool day, I find the ride very enjoyable. Now, 
there are some rides where it <laughs> it gets a little, and I'm scared of heights. Let's all keep in mind that I'm I'm very scared of heights. Um, so when you go through the turn center, every once in a while, you'll have kind of a bumpy ride on the turn center. <laughs> um, gets a little bit test track there for a minute. And then there are definitely times where we'll be coming into a station and we come in kind of hot. <laughs> or you'll turn around and you'll see the next car coming in at you. And it's a little, I clutched my pearls on more than one occasion. Let's just say clutch my pearl. Um, So, but I, overall, I liked it much more than I thought I did. And I I would, you know, under the right circumstances, it, it would be towards the top of my list for transportation options. Yeah. See, I feel, and again, this is, I mean, I, I'm not ever going to ride it in the summer. It's just too dangerous to me. But I feel like I don't stay at a resort that where that's a viable method of transportation to me. Like nine times out of 10, I'm at the beach club or the boardwalk. And if I'm not there, I'm probably over, you know, by uh, Magic Kingdom. So I, it's just not useful for me because it's it takes me out of the way of everywhere that I want to go. I can walk to Epcot and Hollywood Studios way faster than I can on the Skyliner. So to me, it's just not useful. Yeah. Yeah. So it depends how quickly you walk. I I mean, it took me less than five minutes longer than it would have taken me to walk on the Skyliner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. Sarah and I did a race one day and I would have liked to have had a third person there to walk it just to see. Next time Um, we'll do it. Next time we're all there together, we'll make it. Yeah, (laughs) I'm a fast walker, so I know Um, I will come faster than that. Yeah, but we were surprised at how it was almost the same time for the boat and the Skyliner. Um, That day, I think three minutes, three or four minutes. And I got lucky Mm -hmm. that a boat was right there when I walked up and all that stuff. You have to wait for the boat. That's the slowest thing on the planet. Right. And we were... We were uh, questioning it because the Skylander does not go directly from Epcot. You know, she had yeah, to. Yeah, I had to transfer. Mm-hmm. But we just wanted, thought it'd be fun to do. So if you haven't seen that, you could look at our videos that we posted. Yeah. It was fun. Um, yeah, but it was you know a fun experiment, and um, I did like it a lot more. But I was not disappointed that day that I chose boat instead of Skyliner. We you know, actually we I actually like flipped boat. a coin to figure yeah. out who did yeah. what. So, and yeah. then Sarah got. Skylander, she's like, yes, that's the one I wanted. And I said, you should have just said that, you know. Wanted <laughs> so. to be fair. <laughs> um, all right, Heather, what's your next one? Um, my next one is the true highlight of my trip, which is the brand new Magic Happens Parade. I, I even texted you, I cannot repeat what I texted because yeah. it's without language. Um, it, it was phenomenal. It was everything that I hoped that it would be. Um, we desperately needed a new parade here. If you love Festival of the Fan- Festival of Fantasy at Magic Kingdom, I'm going to tell you this is a billion times better. You will wow. love this. It is. Really? Okay. It was just, we'll start with the music. It had original music written by one of the American Idol alums, Todrick Hall. I'm not familiar with him because I don't watch. I don't know what Todrick Hall is. He wrote I don't watch American Idol. I don't know him from American Idol. I just know him as um, like Taylor Swift's best friend. Ah, okay. And he does these amazing YouTube videos. If you have never seen um, his version of um, counting, it's it's counting stars, um, but he does counting scars. And it's as a Disney, he's a big Disney fan. So, yeah. Uh-huh. So he did the whole, uh, the new song for the parade, which was so catchy. I mean, people were dancing. Like it was 
phenomenal. And then within that theme song, they managed to work in the the songs of the characters that you're seeing on the float. So kind of like um, what Paint the Night was supposed to be, except that didn't work for some reason. Um, <laughs> so the music was phenomenal. It's got you up, it's got you dancing. And then as each float comes down the parade route, it magic happens, like something happens to each float. And it was so so cool so like the moana float they are using digital screens that make her entire float look like under the water and there's a wave that comes up here and then a starfish it was the coolest thing um and then behind her comes maui and he's got pua and hey hey is in a remote controlled little basket that. so he kind of pops up and pops down and pops up and pops <laughs> down um and in between each hey, float, hey. oh hey hey was hilarious and like they you know they have the guy walking along controlling him but in between each float they have um different dancers so they had the polynesian dancers and then um you know they had um kind of like the royal court when the princesses came the frozen float oh my god so cool like snow was going everywhere the castle was glistening um the cocoa float was gorgeous with the uh the marigolds they were all glowing and then Dante was there, but then he became a spirit animal. And then they had a giant um, puppet of, gosh, I don't remember her name, but the grandmother who were her giant spirit animal that's kind of like the panther, the flying panther. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. They had people in that as, like, puppeteers. And she was go- – it was the coolest thing I have ever seen. Um, but my favorite float, which I knew it was going to be my favorite float, was when the princesses came and Sleeping Beauty was the last one. And they had the three fairies on the front and she's dancing with Prince Philip. And her dress was literally changing color in front of your eyes. It, I don't know how they created this fabric, but it was like as she moved, it was pink and then it was blue and it was and it was all over. It was on the bodice. It was on the, the skirt. It was the coolest thing coolest thing i could have sat through 25 more minutes of that parade i felt like it was too short yeah that's great so totally worth taking time out of your day and i would say see it twice see it once during the day and then go back and see it at night i'm kind of bummed i didn't see it at night because i feel like you'd be able to see all of the things that light up on the floats a lot better oh Oh, it's the same parade they're doing it twice i don't know if that'll change um as it you know as the summer comes on maybe they'll bring paint the night or the you know the electrical or yeah the electrical light uh-huh. parade back i don't know i don't know if they're just doing it because it's so brand new and they want everybody to see it um but it would be worth seeing it twice just so you can kind yeah. of see more of the details yeah that's awesome that sounds amazing the videos were incredible so yeah yeah, yeah. it was gorgeous i'm so I- like i'm just so excited they did it the way they said they were going to do because disney you know they have this way of talking up and this is what it's all going to be like and then as budget happens yeah it just- kind of gets teared down and they didn't do it with this and it was gorgeous oh, that's great yeah. That's fantastic. All right, Charlotte, what's next? Okay. Um, going through all my lists. I have so, so many things. Okay. Um, <laughs> you have to pick three. Yeah, I know. I'm picking Rise of the Resistance as my next uh, thing. Um, it was very much, you know, Sarah and I kind of had a plan that we, that's what we wanted to do was ride this attraction. And it was way more chaotic and way more stressful than either of us thought it was going to be to do it. Um First of all, getting the boarding pass in the first place. Of course, we happened to be there on a day that the whole system glitched and people at home were able to get boarding passes. Um, but we, we 
miraculously got one. Sarah got one on her phone. I was also trying, but she got it, so we were good. Then they didn't call us, but we waited around like all day. We did we did go to Animal Kingdom, but we were just in a holding pattern. And then then Disney, I don't we don't exactly know why, but Disney gave us a fast pass to come back the next day. Mm. Which and. then and so we got on the fast pass or we we went we got we used our fast pass um we got through the first pre-show we got through the second pre-show we got to this close to boarding and they said sorry the attraction's down you have to leave and if it comes back up here's another fast pass so we got in line for star tours and we kept refreshing the app and we had been waiting for maybe 30 minutes after it went down and uh we saw the next number we said let's go back so we went immediately back we literally jumped out of line in star tours we're like excuse me pardon me excuse me pardon me excuse me (laughs) out and we're out and uh (laughs) i was kind of surprised that more people didn't do that but uh maybe we were the first ones that were obsessively doing it and so (laughs) we go back and so we had to go through so if there's anything in the normal queue that We didn't see it because they gave us these fast passes because we didn't have the regular boarding experience. But so then we go back through the through the uh, uh, first pre-show and then the second pre-show. We get there and they did this other thing. I won't spoil it. And then we finally get on the actual ride. And so we did it. I but I loved it. I had not watched anything about it. I had not read anything about it on purpose because I don't like to do that. I like to know what I, I like to not know what I'm getting into until I do it. That's just how I like to experience things for the first time because, you know, YouTube is out there. There are so many people who will say all this stuff about it and I just want to experience it myself. So I didn't know anything and I was jumping and, and going, ooh, and I was so excited. It she was, was just so, so excited. I watched Charla more than I watched the actual ride, I think, <laughs> actually. She was so um, excited. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm not the world's biggest Star Wars fan, but I like it fine and I really liked what they did with it and the story that they told with this ride. Um, it, but it's it was very experience than ride. I would almost yeah, say like yeah, whole, whole like I had, a, I had a difficult time. Like, wait, is this the ride? Like, wait, is this, yeah. the ride? <laughs> like it's, you're not entirely yeah. sure. It's, and, it's a whole thing. And after we were in the next part, after where we got um, evacuated, I was like, wait, what, where are we? What are we? Is this the yeah. whole thing? And I wasn't entirely sure it was even a ride <laughs> before we got to the ride vehicle. So it was so fun and so cool. Um, I do hope that they change the boarding process. I don't know how I hope that they do it because it would have sucked to have waited in a six or seven hour long line. But if that's what they do, then that's what they do. Um, I didn't love that it was just a lottery, but I don't, I, is that the fair way to do it? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but she, she's defending herself. Cause every time she said this last week, I said, well, what's the alternative? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the alternative is to stand there and wait in line and You're right. which we would have done if we really wanted to, but maybe some of the people would have said, Oh, I'm not sitting there waiting eight hours, but people did get in line for five hours at flight of passage that day. So yeah, you know, maybe. Yeah, that's what I was saying. We went over to Flights of Passage, and Flights of Passage was over three hundred minutes. That's five hours. Like, yeah. And they didn't get to do anything else. They literally just stood in that line for five hours. We left Hollywood Studios. We went to Animal Kingdom. We had lunch at Tusker House. Like, we did a variety of other things with our time. Um. So, but even with that, I felt like it. 
it the whole trip felt like Rise of the Resistance. Like by the time we last we left Hollywood Studios for the last time, we were both like, I never want to see Hollywood Studios ever again. Like yeah. I never like I'm just done. Yeah. Did you get on it, Heather? Yeah, I was gonna say, can I piggyback and yeah. yeah. kind of jump the line because my next thing was gonna be about Rise of the Resistance too. And we had pretty much the same experience, except unlike you, I didn't leave going, Oh my god, that was the most amazing thing. Like to me, exactly. the whole experience and Justin, who is is a Star Wars fan, he even before I said anything, we got off the ride and he turned to me and went, That was cool, but I mean I didn't need to do that again. Um, So our experience was the same. It was incredibly chaotic. Thankfully, Disneyland's a lot smaller, but part of that 40,000 steps I did on Saturday was because of Rise of the Resistance. So we went in on Saturday and we were lucky enough to have extra magic hours that day, which I cannot, if you are going to Disneyland and your goal is to get on Rise of the Resistance, you better 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 be staying at a one of the three disney hotel resorts and you better make it on a day that you are there on extra magic hours because we walked out of the grand californian at 6 45 and the line to get into the park for regular guests was back down past the grand californian into wow. downtown disney oh my gosh they're not opening that line until about 10 minutes before 8 a.m which was regular park opening Alternatively, I got in line at 6.50. They opened the gates for extra magic hour guests at 6.55. We went on Space Mountain with no wait. We rode Toad. We rode Alice in Wonderland. And then we had 10 minutes to kind of stake out a spot to be able to get our boarding passes. So we've now already ridden three attractions. All nervous. Oh my gosh. Okay, where are we going to go? Because you don't want to be by the crowds because you have to make sure you have good cell phone service. Do not be on the Wi-Fi, blah, blah, blah. We get up. Justin's phone was taking too long. I was the one that wound up getting us the boarding passes. Um, and it was really cute. I don't know if it happened by you guys too, but I'm sure it did. But like once everybody, like, you know, 30 seconds after 8 a.m., everybody got their boarding passes. You hear people mm-hmm. like, yeah, like all this yeah. cheering going on. We um, didn't hear a lot of that because, again, we were there the day that the whole system glitched and nobody, <laughs> nobody got boarding passes. So, yeah. so uh, you know, everybody cheered. I actually heard it the next day on Sunday too. I was having like a, a lazy morning in the hotel and I was sitting on the balcony um, and people had went into the park and came back out and we're doing it from downtown <laughs> Disney and everybody's screaming and down, you know, downstairs. So, um, but anyway, so we get our, our boarding pass. We're um, number 67 and we're like, okay, cool. Let's go next door. Time to, you know, do DCA. Uh, and they were flying through the boarding passes, like bam, bam, bam. Like by, I want to say 1130, they were at 64 oh, or no, wow. they were, oh, they wow. were at 60 and we're like, okay, let's get, you know, we were doing food and wine. We're like, let's pick up one last thing, head over to uh, Disneyland. So we grab our last thing. It climbs up to 64. We get to uh, galaxy's edge and it's just not moving. It's not moving. And I'm like, mm, I'm really oh. hungry. Like, you know, I was having blood sugar issues. So we got a Rontalis roaster, which again, is phenomenal. Um, still nothing. Hour and a half, hour and a half. We're like, what do we do? We're kind of just wandering around Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Like right. we didn't want to get a fast pass because we were planning on being over in DCA. And what happens if this thing comes up? We had, um, reservations at 1.30 for a mixology class for food and wine festival. And we're like, okay, well, we have to leave here by like one o'clock anyway. Let's kind of like wait it out. By 12.40, it still hadn't moved. We're talking to the, you know, the cast members and they're like, you know, once that number starts moving again, like, no, I want an answer when I like, I need to know how long you expect this to be down. Like, that's not cool. If guests are coming up to you, um, And asking, like, I just, I felt like my entire day was kind of held hostage by Rise of the Resistance. Like, you know, when you have a fast pass, 
uh, at Disney World, they push you a notification, whether it's a text message, it's on the phone, they send you an email saying, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is down, you can use your Fast Pass for this, or you can try to come back later. Like, they let you know. And right. there was no notification. When you asked people, they didn't want to tell you anything. So finally, around quarter off, we're like, you know what? It's not coming back up. Let's just head back to DCA. Let's get a little bit more food. We'll go to our thing. If we have to dash out of our, our mixology early, then that's fine. We get back to DCA, literally picked up our next like little appetizer, and I go, it's up to 65. And we're like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. <laughs> so now I went, I had to go to my mixology class and beg them, like, please, if you have any openings for the class later tonight, can I please move it? Luckily, some, I was some in the right place at the right time where one of the cast member who's, who is kind of in charge of this happened to be there, and she never is. So she like took 10 minutes fixed everything on the computer so we now had a mixology class for the evening nice. great now the the numbers are moving so fast that we had to sprint from dca <laughs> all the way across into disneyland the back of the park to galaxy's edge we made it with one like it was now from 67 to 77 and we almost missed our boarding pass get in line you wait 30 minutes you go on it and i thought the ride was really cool I don't think it was worth that effort or for my entire day to be held yeah. hostage. Like I yeah. can promise you, I'm not riding that ride again until they go to a fast pass system. Like to me, it's just not worth it. Um, and Justin said the same thing and he said it before I even said anything. He goes, like, that was pretty cool. And I liked the part where, you know, there's like, you know, the Imperial walkers and you felt really small. And I said, it's funny that you say that because like the things that he was pointing out are things that Disney has done for years in other attractions at the overseas parks. And I've just been really lucky enough to get to them and see them. So I think the big draw here is that they haven't had these technologies in the U.S. parks, but they've been doing them for years in the Asia and um, European parks, and so nobody's seen them. Um, but I think they do them better in the Asia parks. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, this technology that everybody's going over, like the Pirates of the Caribbean in Shanghai is like a billion times better, and they do it on water. So yeah. I don't, send your hate comments to me. I don't think <laughs> it's <worth> it. Well, <laughs> I mean, Sarah and I both said that it, I, as much as I loved it, is it worth all that effort? Probably not. You know, and Sarah said, I won't do this again unless I bring my family one time and they want to do it. But yeah. like I told whole... Sean, he gets one chance. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, to, for like to the, your point, what's the solution? Well, just do it like every other ride. Do you, you either have to get fast passes or you wait in the line like this boarding pass mm -hmm. thing. And, and then you don't even get right on the ride. You have to wait. Like I. Yeah. I, and that to me is not worth it. And I don't know that it was. um like, maybe they should just not have fast passes, you know? Maybe they should just, because that slows down the line. So, yeah. just let, I mean, yeah, we were lucky that they gave us that one. And that I believe that they should have given us a fast pass since we got so far and then they had to evacuate us. I absolutely think that that was the right thing to do. But that's a special case scenario. So, sure, let those people go. But um, it for all of the effort that we put into it, it was stressful and it hijacked uh, the whole trip yeah yeah mm -hmm. and if yeah. we had just been able to do it the first day I mean, it still would have hijacked that day but if, yeah. you know then we wouldn't have had to 
worry about all this other stuff. And then maybe we'd have gotten sunk on the Jungle Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) But we did it. Yeah, no, I mean, it does. It hijacks your entire trip, your entire day. And like, it was even to the point where like, well, should we get a fast pass for Incredicoaster? And Justin's like, no, I'm so sick of being locked into having a time to do things. He's like, I just want to be able to relax and like, if I feel like waiting in a line, I'll wait in a line. And I was like, you know, I feel the exact same way. Like it just exhausted you. Yeah. 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 But I, you know, I'm very glad that I did it. I thought it was very cool. Um, and all of that, but I, as much as I loved it, going through that effort again, is is too much. I don't, yeah. I don't want to do it. And I hope that they just go back to a regular line and then I can decide, do I want to wait five hours? Because when we got the boarding group, we had no idea. Would it take three hours? Would it take five hours? Would it take seven hours? We had no idea. At least the posted wait times. Yeah, You know how long you're going to be there and if you have a thing to do. Also, I don't know if this is the case in Florida, but like the the line out here, it is the most boring line ever with like all the effort that Disney's going through with like, you know, making the queues interactive now and kind of keeping you entertained. Like I was in a cave for 30 minutes. There was nothing Uh, to do. There was nothing to look at until you got to like the little pre-show spiel thing. And I'm like, thank God there's service in here. At least I can play on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know what the line is actually like since we didn't get to go in the regular line. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh all right. So your turn. Back to our top three things. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to be fair, that was part of my top three. I just piggybacked because it didn't yeah. make sense to go to something all else. Right. Then back. you're done. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh all right. So my number two takeaway was um how much I love the boardwalk resort. The beach club is still my favorite, but Boardwalk's really high up there. Like it's so peaceful and it, which sounds weird because it's the boardwalk and there's all this stuff going on in the boardwalk, but the resort itself is just really just lovely. And I loved the club lounge, maybe even a little more than the beach club. I might've loved the club lounge a little more. Um, They had actual chefs there every night cooking like, full-on entrees, which the Beach Club never had. I mean, they had a lot of food, but they had actual chefs cooking food every night, which was amazing. Um, they also had more offerings in for the cordials. Normally, the cordials, it's like Bailey's or Kahlua or whatever. This had vodka. This had whiskey. This had, you know, was like a full thing. Full so. yeah. For me, that's fantastic. I can't partake in the beer and the wine, so um, having a little vodka to add to my lemonade was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. The, the food there was unbelievable. They brought out a little bitty popcorn popper and pop yeah, popcorn right popcorn, there. Popcorn. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I love everything. It was great. Yeah. I love the location. You know, it's perfect to Hollywood studios really, easy. you know, Epcot, it's like right in the middle there to the two different things. I liked having the access to the Skyliner. Um, I just, I really, really, really enjoyed it. I love, of course, Ample Hills. Being that close to Ample Hills is just a fantastic thing. I managed to only go there one time. So that was great restraint on my part, I think. (laughs) I live by an Ample Hills now and it's like a struggle to not just like, (laughs) oh, I'm just going to pop over for some ice cream today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, so my number two was was the boardwalk. I just just remember, it had been almost 10 years since I had stayed there. So it was, uh, yeah. the room decor was still the same though. They need to update those rooms. 
Yeah. See, I don't, well, we were just there um, in November in the villa side, and I really like the, the decor over there. So I don't, it's, it's different. It is. Different. Oh, so they didn't update the hotel uh -uh. side. They, the, the villa side had no carpet and all of that. The regular rooms, there's still, still the carpet, still the old, yeah, it was, it was still the old, updated. Still the old Save decor. the carpet, leave yeah. the carpet. But, yeah, leave that part, that's fine. Yeah. But we did get a room with a huge balcony, and that was awesome oh. too. It was yeah. massive. It was yeah, fantastic. It was, yeah. yeah. Of course, we didn't sit out there very much, but a little bit we did. I mean, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Great. Yeah, it was very good. All right. So, Heather, you did your number three already, right? Was it Rise yes. of the Resistance? Anything else? Do you want a bonus? Um, what did I really love to I spent some time at the Craftsman Bar and Grill at the Grand Californian. Um, and I hadn't spent time there at night. I usually just grab breakfast and go. But, uh, uh, that was fantastic. They bring in live music and the food is great. And there's, you know, TVs for whatever sports are on. Also, I learned a new thing that I swear I didn't know. But if you go to the Craftsman Bar and Grill, like the actual inside counter service location from 6 a.m. to 11 a.m., they do complimentary coffee for resort guests. Oh, interesting. Okay. I was very excited when I learned that. I think Justin was more excited. But yes, so there you have it. <laughs> That's my bonus. Free All coffee, right. everyone. All right. Charlotte, how about you? What was your number three? Um, I think my number three was the new film at Epcot, The Amazing Earth. So that's what it's called, right? Oh, Amazing yeah. Earth. Awesome, awesome, Earth. awesome planet. Yeah, awesome okay. planet. It's yeah, called. That's the planet. <laughs> um, but well, it's it's so it took the place of the Circle of Life um, show in the Land Pavilion. That um, anyway is kind of like so. Ty Burrell narrates it. It's kind of like he's a real estate agent trying to sell you on planet Earth and why you should come here. We've got all these. Uh, biomes and all this life and all this and the different areas and it's very very cool it was you know pretty short seven eight minutes long and um it's a lot of fun yeah we liked it yeah did you see was... the new canada movie we, we did. did and it was fine <sighs> it's not better it than be... martin short i wanted it well it's huge it's eugene levy and Catherine o'hara um and i wanted it to be funny and it's not funny. It's not funny. I loved the last one that they had. With I did Martin too. Short, and I feel like that's not it's not that old, right? Right. They didn't do yeah. that one that long ago. So um, I enjoyed it as a person who is now apparently prone to motion sickness. This has happened in my adult years. Um, I did not like a lot of the flyovers that they did and some of the things like that. I had to close my eyes and not she watch She had it. her eyes closed for half of the China and the Canada movie. Yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> but, I mean, I tried. I really did. I kept looking up. Are they still zooming? Yes, I have yeah, looked. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, I kind of wanted the Canada one to be funny, and it wasn't funny. There was... They just narrated it, and it was it was nice. Um, yeah, I mean, it was fine. But, they they yeah. kept the song from the previous one, which I which I appreciated. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It was fine. But, um, right. but I really liked Also Planet. It was it was definitely different from um, the Circle of Life one that they had, and uh, there are quite a few people going in and out of there, so I liked that too because yeah. you know, I like anything that's gonna be popular. But it's new, but I think it'll hold up for a long time. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Bring back Kitchen Cabaret. <laughs> now you're going way have, back. They did not have the veggie, veggie, fruit, fruit booth this year at, uh, at the Food and Wine Festival uh, in California. And I was so disappointed because uh, that was just a cute little inside joke that they yeah. had last year. It was yeah. fun. Um, I have, I do have a bonus um, is that I watched the 
happily ever after fireworks from the park for the first time and i really loved them they're not wishes it nothing will be wishes but i really enjoyed i mean again projection mapping anything projection mapping is fantastic and um i really really liked it so uh, so my number three uh, takeaway was that I am old. I'm old. <laughs> that was my takeaway. Uh, we, like you, Heather, we were very busy. Um, we were fairly nonstop. Um, and I'm old and exhausted. <laughs> He'd sound like Justin. He woke yeah. up on, on Monday or yesterday and he was like, my knees hurt. I can't yeah. do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm fine. I, I, I survived. Um, but you know, like I, you know, I got a blister and oh my God, the blister packs life changing. Like I literally woke up on like day three and was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to take another step. And I slapped that blister pack on and we went the whole day. So it was fine. Um, but yeah, I just, everybody knows that I love a do less, enjoy more kind of trip. And this trip was not that, and it was not intended to be that. And that's fine. Cause it was a working trip. Um, but I just found like, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm getting a little bit like, Hey kids get off my lawn. <laughs> like I'm annoyed, <laughs> You know, like, you know, I, I don't travel with little kids anymore and I don't mind little kids, but you know, I found myself occasionally sort of feeling less than magical about the way other people were allowing their, their children to behave. And, you know, like I just, I definitely, you know, there was, I'm not even, that's not even what I was talking about. I know what Charlotte's talking about. It was laughing at because there was this one, there was this family in front of us, sweet little family. They had two little kids. There's a little girl of about four and a little boy who was maybe a little less than two, I'm going to say. And it was very clear that they were just done with each other. Like the whole family, like they were just done. <laughs> and mom and dad weren't really paying much attention. And so the little girl says to the little brother, Liam, lie down, lie down, lie down on the ground, lie down on the ground. And he's looking at her like, what? And she's like, lie down on the ground, lie down. And so he does right it because right, right now, right now, lie down right now. And so he does it because it's his big sister telling him what to do. And she immediately grabs the father and goes, dad, Liam is lying on the ground. And he, <gasps> right? What a father, little brat. And the father starts yelling at Liam. And I was like, oh no, sir. Oh no. Oh she good. Made uh, him I would have, I would have stepped in too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no. Right. Yeah. So part of part of and the Charlotte like, thought it was hilarious. I did. Yeah. I'm like, what a little what a little turd, but that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and I was all like, hashtag justice for Liam. Like, was, yeah. That's I, so I, funny. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it wasn't even that, but like like it happily ever after, for example. I will always leave a gap in front of me for children or people that are shorter than me, like Charlotte, or you know, like I'm tall. I can see from wherever. Um, but like there was a family in front of us and they had a spot right on the railing, which was great. And they had little kids, which was fantastic. But then somebody from behind us had a little kid and the little kid, they just pushed that kid like right in front of us, which again is fine. I can see over the kid, but they, sh they, they like shoved that kid in with this other family. And you could see the family being like, <laughs> Where did this yeah. child come from? Can I say that is my, as a an adult with no children, that is my biggest pet peeve that people with children do. I'm like you. I I am short, but I can see over a child. So if you want to say, excuse me, can he come up here? Yeah, of course. I don't care. 
But when people assume that their children have more of a right to the front row spot that I've been waiting an hour for, it infuriates me to no end. If you ask me politely, gladly offer my space to your child but don't assume that because i am an adult with no children that you deserve to be pushed in front of me yeah. I hate right it. no that's well that's insane. like that that's, that's like insane. people are entitled like that lady a few months ago that went berserk over the pretzel, or oh, the pretzel. <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> things happen but i mean no, i saw somebody with a t-shirt that said i'm here for my pretzel karen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. yeah. um but i mean that between the the pushing and that guy who was smoking right there, right next to us smoking. in the park. That's my other thing. Crazy. Yes. There was so much smoking and vaping in the parks. And I, I'm trying hard not to judge you if you smoke or vape. I'm trying very hard. I'm not succeeding. I'm trying very hard, <laughs> you know, but whatever, free will. However, Disney rules. parks do not, they are smoke free. I don't care if it's vaping. I don't care if it's cigarettes. But like, we saw people just standing in line with cigarettes in their hand, like while waiting for happily ever after. Like, no. no. See, yeah. and that's where the cast members like, and there's not enough of them to be able to do this. But they need to be going up to these people and saying, "No, sorry, you have to put that out because I don't care what your hobbies are. If you want to vape, you want to smoke, that's fine. But it's proven that it is deadly and it causes cancer. And I don't do that, so I don't want to be caught up in your hab- hobby, your habit. Right. Yeah. So right. I and more importantly, that Disney's on my side. <laughs> like, I just, yeah, not you allowed. know, if you want to go and smoke your cigarettes and potentially get lung cancer, that's fine. You do you and you do what you want. But unfortunately, your habit goes, it disperses. It's not contained in your own little bubble. And I shouldn't have to suffer because you feel that you should right. be smoking in a place that it's against the rules to do. Right. Yeah. And I definitely felt like they were taking advantage of the fact that we're already crammed in. The show's about to start. They know nobody's going to go get a cast member. They know nobody's going to, you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, and it's I. So and again, I thought, like, would this have bothered me 10 years ago? I don't know. Maybe. But it bothers me now. At 45, it bothers me. You the know, smoking thing has always bothered. Yeah. yeah. Super so, sensitive to it. Like, no, yeah. just go to your little corner and smoke over there. Yeah. So I'm definitely, I'm I'm not a person who's ever going to rat somebody out to a cast member. I'm not a person. I, I did rat that little girl out to her father. Yeah. That's different. <laughs> that was justice. Did that happen uh, to you as a child? Like your sister would do oh, that no, to you? Oh, no, I'm an older why? sister. No, I'm an older sibling. <laughs> but it's, let's just say that I looked at Charlotte at one point and went, and that's why I have one child. <laughs> that right there. That scenario. Yeah. I'm, I am older than my brother, but uh, he would have totally did that. I was going to say, my, my sister stuff. is younger than me. And 100% did that all the yeah. time, which is why I don't yeah. like that little girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I was, I, I was furious on yeah. Lee's behalf. So, yeah. Um, um, yeah. But anyway. But yeah, so that was my takeaway is that I'm old and I'm tired and I don't have the stamina yeah. or the patience that I used to. And that's okay. You know, that's okay. That's, that's just the reality of things. But um, I definitely found myself, like I found myself really frustrated that we were there for three days and a full day and a half was hijacked by Rise of the Resistance, you know. I threw a fit. I mean, not like a full-on fit, but at the end of the parade, Justin's like, do you want to go back over to DCA and get the rest of our list? I go, I need to go to the room and sit down and do nothing. Because at this point, it was like 3.45 and I had been going nonstop. I'm like, I want to get myself a glass of wine, sit on the balcony and not move for 30 minutes. He's like, okay, let's go. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. So, 
All right. Awesome. So that's our takeaway. So those are our top three takeaways from our trips uh, coming up next on the Disney Park Princess Patreon Extra. Um, what? Uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody who came to our meetup. Oh, because, yes. Uh, it was awesome. I almost forgot. And, um, yeah, we had a nice time. And Grand Destino Tower and that Dahlia Lounge, they are gorgeous. But we had a really fun time with everybody and meeting meeting everybody. So that was really awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we had a great turnout. And it was a lot of fun. So, and it was raining, like so everybody came out yeah. in the rain, and that was, you know, yeah. yeah. So it was really, it was really, really nice to get to meet everybody. We had a good time, and oh my gosh, we loved Grand Destino. Mm -hmm. So pretty. Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about on the Patreon extra. Is we're going to be giving you know, a little more details about our trips and some of the fun stuff that we did. Charlotte and I got to see the Riviera Resort. We got to see Grand Destino. We got to see a few other things. And so we're going to be going a little more into detail, not a lot, because it's just a short extra, uh, but a little more detail on the Patreon extra about some of the things. Um, and possibly some of our, we, we might get slightly more judgmental in the extra because that happens. <laughs> we tend to be a little less filtered. <laughs> in the extra, so. um, if you are a Patreon supporter, you can find it uh, in the same place that you always find it on the Patreon page um, or in your RSS feed or on YouTube. Uh, but if you are not a Patreon supporter and don't know what we're talking about, maybe you're new to the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. It's one of the ways that we help fund you know this podcast and this website um is through supporters like you it's what pays for equipment like this and equipment like um you know heather and charlotte are using um as well as web hosting fees and podcast hosting fees and all of the fees <laughs> so uh you can help support us that way um other ways that you can help support us are review this podcast on itunes share this podcast join our disney park princess facebook group um visit our blog go to disneyparkprincess.com these things are all free to do um and also help support us uh you can shop through our amazon affiliate links on our website you can do all kinds of stuff that are of no cost to you whatsoever but really really help us out so um, thank you so much for listening and thank you for your support. We'll be back next week. We're actually going to be pre-recording next week's podcast because Charlotte, as she mentioned, is going on a Disney cruise. So we'll be pre-recording this. Um, but as far as you guys are concerned, for us, it'll be tomorrow. For you guys, it'll be next week. We're going to be talking about the Disney dining plan, explaining the now four different Disney dining plans and how to get the most out of them um, if you do choose to use one for your trip. So that's it. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Bye. I'll talk to you next week.